0: Baptist podcast. My name is Lee and I'm one of the pastors uh, here at Heights and today we are entering into Advent season. It is uh, the first of December. Christmas is right around the corner and so over the next four episodes we're going to be talking about what is Advent and how as believers in Jesus Christ uh, we get our hearts and minds prepared uh, for the coming of Christ. So joined today uh, by my co-host Matt Hogan. So good to see you again, sir. Good to be here. I like your shirt. You want to you, for those that can't see it. You want to say what's on it? That's
1: right. It says that. <laughs> um, it says that Calvinist Santa says that everyone is on the naughty list.
0: Everybody's on the naughty list. Romans three twenty three. For we have all fallen short of the glory of God. That's right. There you go. So this is why we need Advent. That's we right. We need Jesus it's coming. Why we need Jesus? Because we're all on the naughty list. That's right. Right. And so over the next four weeks, we're going to be doing Advent. And now I know for kind of. Um, uh, Baptist, maybe that's a different word because we don't always use that. And yeah, this is not
1: something we typically do in our church right. dur- in, during December. Yeah,
0: I grew up doing it in the Methodist church I grew up in. I know, you know, you, you've you grown up. Uh, you said you grew up in a church uh, that did it. And then, you know, uh, so what, what is Advent?
1: Yeah, like? so so Advent, the, the word Advent means means coming or arrival. Okay. And so we're talking about the, the, the coming of Jesus but the but the way advent kind of works is it's it's a period of time leading up to um to December 25th where we're anticipating the coming of Jesus. Yeah. So we're sort of what we're doing is we're trying to put ourselves in that headspace where God's people were for all of those hundreds of years waiting for Messiah to come, right? And so, even though we know—I mean, spoiler alert—you know, Jesus came. I yeah. mean, he came two thousand years ago. Yeah. We're taking these few weeks uh, to just kind of put ourselves in that, in that, um, in that state of mind, mm-hmm. you know. And so, so for example, some of the songs that we're going to do um, on Sunday mornings in the next couple of week, we're going to sing songs like. O come, O mm-hmm. come, Emmanuel, yeah. and come, thou long expected Jesus. Yeah. You know, we're trying to imagine what it was like for God's people that were still in the Old Testament waiting for the day yeah. when Jesus would come, and yeah. so we we sort of remember what that was like. We we celebrate the coming of Jesus, the the coming of the light into the world, by kind of trying to put ourselves in that place.
0: Yeah, good. Yeah, so we. As Baptists, we pretty much do that, but we just don't ever call it Advent. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's good to kind of center in on that. So over the next several episodes, this morning we're going to talk about hope, uh, then peace, and and love and joy. That's are, right. Are kind of the words of Advent that you you build into?
1: Yeah, so for, for churches that, 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 that do Advent on a Sunday morning and sometimes they have like like an Advent wreath or they light one candle a week or something. Actually, right. this is something that we do at my house or in my, on my kitchen table. Mm-hmm. So we've got a little Advent wreath okay. there. And so what we've been doing with the kids is every week we uh, watch, a Bible project video mm-hmm. about one of these words, one of these kind of concepts. Yeah. And then we've got um, every day there's a little reading that we do. Yeah. Um, and then we go over and we do the Advent calendar, mm-hmm. um, which I'm guessing probably there may even be some Baptists that know what an Advent calendar right, right. is <laughs> if they like chocolate. <laughs>
0: that's right. Right. And so, so
1: so that's what we do. So we've got a little reading we do as a family. Yeah. And then we do the Advent calendar. One of the kids opens the door and puts the little, a little figure funeral. up on the yeah the tree and right.
0: all that so. yeah that's cool so and then uh you we, we've got to regain our listeners back because we may have lost a few at chocolate oh you know now they're like chocolate <laughs> 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 like, oh all right so we're centering back in so on advent uh and that's neat. yeah i mean this is something you can do as a family just kind of like that's a great example of, of talking to your kids again about uh anticipating the celebration of the birth of Christ, you know, and, and so when we think about hope, let's kind of dig into that first word. Um, How would you describe hope? Because I know there's a, well, I don't want to steal your thunder, but there's a biblical hope. And then there's just kind of like a worldly hope. Yeah. So what's a, what's a worldly hope? Like if someone just goes, you have hope? Like how would you? you Yeah. Well, when we
1: use the word, I mean, we can use the word hope in a couple different ways, but one
0: of the ways that we use it is, with
1: a a huge degree of uncertainty Mm -hmm. Um, is that are the, you know, is the football team going to win this weekend? Right. I hope so.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, when you say, I hope so like that, you really mean I have no idea. Right. You know, and then that's, and so, and so there's a huge uncertainty. When we use hope in that, in that way, we really mean, I don't know. I don't know whether it's going to happen or not. It would be nice if it did but i also kind of think maybe it won't mm-hmm. you know so that's a very there's again there's a huge amount of uncertainty when you're talking about that kind of hope
0: yeah and so i call that the hope so hope yeah you know that's what i explain it is because it's um, it's the hope i get a raise at work you know hope my football team wins hope i get to feeling better so the that hope it's not settled um right. it's not fixed on something because what you're fixing the hope on is a variable that can't be controlled, you know, and so it's it's an unsettled hope at the end of the day where you're saying, gosh, I really hope I get better, but I don't know if I will get better, Right, you know, and so there's there's that hope that a lot of people operate in and live in, you know, but what's a biblical hope? How would we explain that? Because that's That's what we're trying to point people toward during this season, you know, uh, uh, and and when they were thinking about Christ coming, you know, it wasn't like, oh boy, I hope so that Jesus is going to come. I mean, you know, they they, they knew the Messiah was coming, they didn't know when, but they knew he was. So what's a a biblical hope?
1: I would say a biblical hope is waiting with anticipation and trusting that God is going to do what he says he's going to do.
0: Okay, good.
1: You know, and so like for for us, for 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 the Old Testament, uh, for God's people in the Old Testament, they were waiting for Messiah to come. We're waiting for for Messiah to come back again someday. Right. You know, that is our that ours that is our our ultimate hope yeah. is that we're we're trusting that one day, even though we live in a world that is still filled with brokenness, and mm. you know, and we're we're living in sort of this tension between you know the. The, the promise uh, or the, you know, the assurance that we have with salvation in Christ, but still looking at at a world that's still filled with brokenness and there's still a lot of work to be done, but believing that one day Jesus is going to come back yeah. and he's going to set right everything that's wrong with the world.
0: Right, right. You know? So in, in the Bible, a lot of times when you see hope in the Bible, whether it's Old Testament, Hebrew, New Testament, Greek, kind of like you said, it's it's having that confidence and security. That's really what the hope is. You know, so the the old hymn, you know, on on Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground sinking sand. It's it's are putting your hope. My hope is built on nothing less. Right, it, yeah. you know, it, it's putting your hope there. It's it's not a it's not a feeling, um, it, it's a reality. Yeah, you know, and it's a conviction. Right, it's a conviction. You know, you know but, it's, it's something that
1: we're holding to on faith.
0: Right, because I, I'm trusting in Jesus as my hope you know and so as my foundation so different than worldly where that hope so is kind of not really attached to anything right you know the biblical hope we're attaching it to Christ yeah yeah you know?
1: well and the, and the and the good thing about that kind of hope that biblical hope is that it's not at all based on circumstances right you know and we talked a couple weeks ago about people You've got people that tend to be more optimists, mm-hmm. people that tend to be more pessimists. You know, people tend to see the glass half full, glass half empty, and so you can be a person who has a more optimistic outlook on life and yeah. say, eh, "Times are tough right now, but I think it's going to get better." Right. But again. That's still more of that kind of I hope so hope, yeah. and that's somebody who's reading the the situation and saying, okay, it's bad now, but I think it's gonna get better. Yeah. You know, I, that, you know, you might be looking at the stock market, you may be look, looking at the economy, you might be looking at what's going on in your family, saying, oh, it's tough right now, but I'm looking at this situation and I think it's gonna get better. Yeah, that's different than saying, I am trusting right. that this is that that things are gonna get better because God is gonna do what He says He's gonna do.
0: Yeah, that's good. So how do we? How do we live in that hope? Because you're bringing up some good examples. So as a Christian, this Christmas season, looking forward to the coming of Christ, uh, that's what we're setting our minds on during kind of this Advent period. We're talking about hope. How then do I, in my practical everyday life, not slip into hope so hope, but keep the biblical conviction of hope? You know, how, how, how would we do that, you think?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think it starts by going right back, by right, going back to the gospel, mm-hmm. Okay. Times are tough, economy's tough, inflation. We talked about that a little bit last week. Right. Lots of stuff going on in our world right now. Concerns about things that are going on with with COVID, et cetera. Yeah. Um, Let's Let's anchor ourselves in the fact that Jesus Christ came into this earth. You know, again, Mm -hmm. once again, we're talking about Advent. Jesus came as a baby so that he could live a perfect life die on a cross for our sins, yeah. wrote, rose from the dead on the third day, and so we can have eternal life in his name. Start there right. and then say, okay, no matter, no matter what happens in this life, we have a life that lasts into eternity. Yeah. You know, because of Jesus. And so some of that is gonna be a little bit of perspective. Right. You know, remember like let's um you know let let's put your put your um, your trust in your foundation, not in what's going on around you in your life At the moment, at the end of 2021, but who you are in Christ, the gift that you've been given, your salvation in Christ, and then from there, move outward. Right. You know, right. Um, We're, you know, as as parents right now, you know, we are entering new seasons of challenges with our kids. You know, kids Mm -hmm. get older, they go through seasons where things are going really well and they go through, through where things are are tricky and some of that just depends on what day it is right you know so i've got i've got a um i've got a junior hire in the house for the first time Mm -hmm. so there's a new set of challenges and we're trying to walk through that you know well one of the ways we walk through that is we want to anchor we want to anchor our hope for our family not in how it's going today yeah but in what jesus has done and so we want to be faithful to what god has called us to do as parents and we're we're trusting and we're placing our hope that if we're faithful to raise our children in the wisdom and instruction of the Lord that, you know, that that's going to set them on the path. Right. Rather than our hope being in, oh shoot, I sure hope I didn't give them too much screen time this week.
0: Right, right. Yeah, good. And so, I mean, like the author of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 12, you know, fix your eyes on Jesus. As you run your race of faith, look to him who is the author and the finisher of your faith. You know, that he has gone before you um, I, and, and, and finish that race. So, I think another thing that's really helpful is to remember um, what Jesus has done, in a way. I mean, so you, you touched on that a lot, um, is it, to remember what he's done, but also to, and there's that, the, the promises in the Old Testament, a lot of times where God's like, remember what I've done. Remember what I've done. You know, he's constantly calling the people of Israel back to remember. You know, hey guys, you're in a pretty sticky situation over here in Egypt. I got you out of that, you know, remember that, you know, you were hard off in the wilderness period and wondering what you were going to eat. I took care of you, you know, and so as we think about hope in those situations we get in in life where we're kind of like, ah, we just don't know what's happening or what's going on or things around me are getting really scary. I think that's where we crack our Bibles back open. We go back to those Bible stories that many of us know so well, and go. Wait a minute. If God did this back then, He can do it now. He helped them. He helps. He takes care of His kids. You That's know. Right. And I need to remember uh, what God's done. But I, I think it's also, um, if I had to wrap it up this way, in hope is just remembering that our future is better than our today. That's right. You know. And I explained it this way to someone recently. I said, for, for a Christian. This is as close to hell as I will ever get. You know, because my heaven is so much better than now. But for a non-Christian, this is as close to heaven as they'll ever get. Because their future is so much worse than the present. You know, and if and if this is the close to hell as I'll ever get, well, okay, I can get through these these tough times because the hope is and what Christ has done for me that my future in eternity is in perfection with him in worship, you know? And that gives you hope now to remember as a believer, the days ahead are, are far, far, far better than, than the present struggles, you know? And that, that puts in perspective what Paul says, you know, that our, our, our afflictions are light and momentary compared to the eternal weight of glory, you yeah. know? And so the hard times, struggles we go through right now, we can have that hope um, because we know our, our future uh, is in Christ with Christ because of what He's done, and, and so that's the way I, I think about applying hope a lot of ways. You know, especially during this this Advent season of preparing. So, how would you how would you kind of wrap up everything with hope?
1: Um, I, I just I I just went immediately to Romans five, mm-hmm. when he says he says um, we rejoice in our sufferings. Yeah. You know, uh, elsewhere in James James says count it joy when you're encountering tri- when you're different kind of trials. But right. what Paul says, he says knowing that your suffering produces endurance, endurance produces character, character produces hope, mm. and hope does not put us to shame right. because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit which has been given to us. That's good. So yeah, so we may be in a in a season right now that's hard. Right. And it, when you encounter a season that is hard, you can trust in in faith. You can trust in the power of the Holy Spirit that is within you. That that God is using that to to conform you more to the image of His Son.
0: Yeah. You
1: know. So let's. So it's a as 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 hard as it might be to walk through a difficult season. There is better there's better to come right you know I always think one of my favorite movies is uh, is the dark Knight. Mm. you know and they, they mm-hmm. talk about you know the dark darkness is most dark right before the dawn right and I think about the fact that one of the things that we celebrate in advent is that the light came to shine in the darkness yeah you know and so we look out at our world and we may grieve some of that darkness and brokenness you know when we're looking at what's going on on the news things that are happening in our culture things you know some some tragedies that happen I'm thinking I'm thinking especially about that um the parade Mm -hmm. and the the, that 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 horrible situation that happened uh uh, like last week yeah and you you look at that and you just may be grieved and and that's when some of us are, are saying you know come quickly Lord Jesus right you know but we can rest in the hope that ultimately Jesus is going to set right what was what has gone wrong. Yeah. And that's the hope that we have
0: that's, as yeah. believers. That's good. That's good. Well very good. I think that's a good good spot to land on. So I, I want to thank you for for joining us today for our, our podcast. We're going to continue this Advent series over the next three Wednesdays, and so uh, actually the next two Wednesdays, you got a guest host, you know, a co-host. You're, I'm going to be popping out the next two weeks, so Pastor Jonathan's up with you uh, with peace, and then uh, Caroline is up with you on love, and then I'm with you again for joy, and so we've got the next three weeks kind of lined out, and, and maybe among them, y'all debate fruitcake, whether it is a gift. A slight when someone gives it to you. Do you eat it? Do you use it as a doorstop? A doorstop. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Fruitcake's so weird to me, by the way. I mean, I know we're wrapping this up, but just since I brought it up, because it's like that temptation when I see it on the table at the holiday party where I'm like, ooh, fruitcake, this will be good. And then I eat it. And I'm like, gosh, why did I do that? You know, <laughs> why did I eat this again? But every, every holiday season, my brain's like, oh, fruitcake. This will be different and then I eat. It. I was like, why nope. did I, yeah, why did I do this again? So, okay, all right, so some may eat it, some may use that as doorstop, whatever you may need to use that for. So <laughs> I don't know how we got off that, but we'll get right back on our, our, our see you later type talk. So, listen, if you are in our area, we'd love to have you in person on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. or 10.30 a.m. You can join us here every Sunday uh, online uh, at our Facebook page, YouTube page, 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m. Make sure you click the subscribe button there on YouTube. Uh, You like our Heights Facebook page. That will keep you updated on all our digital content. And uh, so as you go about your week this week, we pray and we hope that your hope is in Christ, a settled hope, a fixed hope in a Savior and what he has done for you. So until we see each other again next time, God bless and have a great week.